Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about how Vedant Fashions Limited is blazing a money trail. Over the next few months, your Instagram feed will be packed with images of quirky save the date invites, mehndi and people dancing in banquet halls. It's a reminder that the Indian wedding season is now in full swing and will likely be an extraordinary season. Why, you ask? Well, it's already a $50 billion industry and when you consider the fact that the pandemic sarred the mood the last couple of years, you will understand why there's so much at stake this season. You don't believe us? Try booking a banquet hall or fancy rooms in a five-star hotel between November and Jan and you will see what we mean. Everything's gone. It's reserved, it's been taken and it's been booked. But this story isn't about hotels. It's about another business that's making a killing every wedding season. Clothes. More specifically, wedding apparel. There are 13 million weddings in India each year, and everybody wants to look their glamorous best. You've got the mehndi, the cocktail party, sangeet, the actual wedding, and the reception. It's an extravaganza. and depending on what you wear you may end up spending a sizable chunk of your savings on apparel alone and there's one company that's come to dominate this space vedant fashions now you probably haven't heard of this company but these brand names will probably ring a bell manyavar mohe yes that's vedant fashions for you the wedding wear industry isn't very organized branded players only have a 15 to 20% market share but vedant fashions has firmly imprinted itself in the indian consumer psyche they've married bollywood and cricket by roping in brand ambassadors like anushka sharma and virat kohli they've sponsored ipl teams like kolkata night riders and they've ensured that indians across the income spectrum first think of manyavar or mohe when they think of weddings In fact, their revenues have grown by over 24% annually in the past decade. It's quite something. But there's more to this story than just the top line. They have net profit margins of 26%. That's big even for this industry. Their peers, Nalli Silk Sarees and Jahan Panna clothing have profit margins in the low single digits. Even its return on capital employed stands at 41%. it tells you that they are able to generate 41 rupees on every 100 rupees they deploy in the business but how did they get here you ask well the year is 1998 ravi modi a young man working in his family garment business in kolkata has a fallout with his father modi decides to venture out on his own and build his business from scratch So he turned to his mother, asked her for a seed capital of ten thousand rupees, and set up his own clothing venture selling men's ethnic wear. Asked her for seed capital of ten thousand rupees and set up his own clothing venture selling men's ethnic wear. During the first ten years of the business, Modi simply sold his apparel to outlets that would stock multiple other brands. He even sold to large stores like Shopper Stop and West Side. but he missed the pulse of the customer after all he spent his formative years directly interacting with customers at his father's garment shop but selling through other outlets didn't give him a sense of what the customer was thinking and feeling and the outlets didn't give him data on customer preferences so modi changed his business model 
In 2008, he set up Manyavar's first exclusive brand outlet or EBO, a standalone store that would grab eyeballs. He didn't want to rely on being one among many in someone else's store. Initially, it was the COCO model, that is company owned and company operated, but he had to tie up a lot of capital in running these stores. So he changed the structure once again. He moved into franchises and by 2016 all of Manyavar's outlets ran on a franchise owned franchise operated model. You see this way the company didn't need to spend a lot of money on setting up its own stores. All it needed to do is pick the right people to run the franchises and get them to shell out 50 lakh rupees to set up stores themselves. Vedant Fashions simply took a fee for lending the brand name and operational expertise. There's the profit margin. For starters, both Manyavar and Mohe have positioned themselves as aspirational brands through their advertising. That means it's able to command a premium. And since weddings are usually a once in a lifetime event, people are willing to shell out big money to wear a brand. If you take a look at Manyavar's website, you will see that the cheapest wedding attire starts at 12,000 rupees. The average selling price for a Mohe lehenga is 20,000 rupees. And guess what? If you are hoping to snag one during an end of season sale, tough luck. Manyavar doesn't do discounts. Have you ever walked past a store and seen a 50% off sign? No, right? That's because it has all the data in the world about customer preferences that it has been able to limit the slow moving inventory to less than 4%. Essentially, they don't have old stock to clear and they don't need a sale. What about other costs you ask? After all, most of this ethnic wear requires fancy embroidery and manual work, right? Well, the company keeps a firm lid on that too. It runs all its operations out of a central warehouse in its home city of Kolkata. It has local artisans and craftsmen who do the work, and it maintains only 25 designers on its payroll. And since the company is all about efficiency, it has been able to slash costs by automating its supply chain, from procuring fabrics from vendors to replenishing stores with new stocks and even assigning tasks to their jobbers who create the apparel. and all this has worked spectacularly for the company since its ipo in february vedant fashions has only seen green its shares have zoomed by over 60% and shattered targets set by brokerages it seems everyone's only seeing the bull case with some fund managers calling it the next titan but there are some issues number 1 there's the valuation for starters It's trading at over 100 times its FY22 earnings, meaning people are willing to pay 100 rupees for every 1 rupee that the company makes, and that's crazy. Number 2 is the concentration risk. While the company has nearly 600 exclusive brand outlets, the top 5 franchises account for 30% of revenues. Number 3, and while being based in Kolkata has helped Vedant Fashions become more efficient, The geographical concentration has a flip side. Natural or man-made disasters could have a significant impact on their supply chain. Number 4 is the competition. Big names like Reliance Retail and Aditya Birla have noticed that the organized wedding apparel market is still in its nascent stages and they don't want to miss out. So Reliance has been aggressively acquiring various established designers in the recent past. We're talking brands like Manish Malhotra, Abu Jani Sandeep Khosla, Ritu Kumar and Satyapal 
Even Aditya Birla has struck deals with Sabya Sachi, Tarun Tahilani and Shantanu and Nikhil to grab a piece of this pie. So yes, Vedant Fashions is sitting in a very pretty place right now. But will this purple patch continue? You let us know. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.